Okay, go. Welcome to My Life on the Run, Episode 1, live from Virginia Beach, here for the Shamrock Marathon Race Weekend. We are here for Crails Running Crail, Crails Running Company Adventure for our second year in a row, where we have 10 runners doing the 8K, the half marathon, the full marathon, and we actually did the kids race today. 10 of us doing the 8K, Melissa, Deke, and I did the final mile, or should I say Marathon Man. A very interesting marathon man thing happened at the expo yesterday, but we won't get into that right now. Um, we're really excited. This is our first episode, and tomorrow, before that, my first thing I want to point out is that tomorrow is my 34th marathon that I'll be running, and probably my sixth or seventh here in Virginia Beach. The weather is cold and windy, but it's not going to deter me. I'm going to get out there, finish the whale challenge, and just have a good rest of the weekend. So, on today's uh, episode, we have two special guests. We have Kristen Greco, who moved recently to Florida. Hello, Kristen. Hello. Who spent how many years in Pennsylvania? I don't know, how old are you? Uh, majority of my life. Majority of <laughs> <laughs> a majority of her life, um, and about a year ago moved to Florida, uh, and we'll get more on that in a minute. She is a social worker. She's been a part of our tribe for 15 years, and she's a four-time marathoner, an ultra marathoner, and countless other races. And a two-time Shamrock Marathon veteran? I think a bunch. I can't even keep track. Four? Four. Four or five? five? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then our second guest is none other than Cassie Crail. <laughs> Hello, Cassie. <laughs> Hi. Our, who actually moved in different terms. Uh, right after college, she moved to New York City for about a year and a half, I think. First to Brooklyn, then to Manhattan. And then during the pandemic, moved back to Pennsylvania for about a year and a half or so, and then moved to Philadelphia. Has it been a year already? Yeah, a year and a half. A year and a half to Philadelphia. Cassie has been a part of the Krells Running Company tribe for 26 years. The longest standing member. Long time. <laughs> long time. Cassie's a three-time marathoner, and she decided to do them all in one year. Tough. <laughs> As a Shamrock veteran, because she did it last year. Um... So what we're going to do is talk about some questions about what it's like to move away, how you stay active, running, being a virtual member, kind of in and out of the tribe, you know, just kind of go from there. So we're glad to have you guys. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Excited. All right. So first of all, and I don't know who wants to go first or back and forth. We can figure that out. So first questions I want to ask. So what brings you to Shamrock? Go ahead. I'll start. I love the Shamrock weekend. I did the marathon once in 2015 and the half a bunch of times, and it's just it's fun. There's so many people. Everyone does something different, um, and the whole weekend's about running, and it's just, I don't know. I think it's just a fun vibe. You party on the beach. Everyone likes to be on the beach in March after a long winter. You get some free beer. I mean, it's a good time. It is. Cass? Yeah, this is second year doing Shamrock, um, and... Similarly, had a lot of fun last year, and I think I always wanted to come before when my sister and Kristen, you know, would come, and I never had the chance, so did it last year, had fun, knew I wasn't going to do the marathon this year, so mm. <laughs> it was less of a stressful weekend, um, and yeah, so. All right, go for that. So what races are you are you both going to do, or did, because we already ran the AK, as this is being recorded, and you already kind of spoke to the other one on what makes it so special, unless there's something you want to add to that, so. Yeah, so I did I'm doing the 8K and the half. Um, and I think with this, like, A, it's it's chill, right? Like, there's not 
a super intense vibe when you're here. You can just go out and feel like you're doing another another run. You have this big beach party, you know, and you get free yingling and everyone's stacking cups and all these things. And it's also over St. Patrick's Day, which is the number one holiday of the year. So, you know, might as well pair another thing that I love doing with running and have the best weekend. Very good. Kristen, yeah. what are you doing this morning? What did you do this morning? I did the 8K this morning. <laughs> it's the shortest distance I've ever done at this race. But I will say, I think it's kind of fun coming. I decided to come, like, a little bit later on since I flew here. Um, and I think it's kind of fun. Like, I did the 8K. I'm done running. But tomorrow I'm really excited to go and cheer and, like, support everyone's doing, like, the full and the half. Um, and there's also a big piece of me that's happy that I'm not doing. <laughs> so, no so, there's no FOMO for the No, no FOMO for the marathon. No FOMO. So at mile 25, I think we'll, we'll, when I run past the Oceanfront Hotel here, you better have a big smile on your face. I will. And be outside I'll in be the cold. I'll be happy with my big Starbucks. <laughs> I'm very, uh, very happy to not be Because after at 13, you can actually go in exactly. and come back two hours later. Exactly. All right, so well, I want to get into this. So tell, tell, us, tell us about your journey. What you decided to make you move, the struggles, the process, and what are the benefits have been? You know, anything you want to add on into that? I know it's what I like about you guys. It's two different journeys, you know, but it's somewhat similar. So, yeah. go I'll go first. I mean, I it's no surprise now, like a year into moving, that I went with my feet like glued to Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, um, I moved because my parents had moved, and then I was in a place in my life where I felt like if I didn't go, I would be stuck. Mm. Um, I was at a job for a long time, I've had, had the same friends for a long time, and I just kind of needed to go, but I didn't really like prepare to go. So, when I first got to Florida, it was a little messy. Um, I kind of like dealt with some things, but now I like can't like I'm so happy that I did it I think I've tried new things that I would have never tried before I met people I would have never met if I stayed um, I've learned a lot about myself and, um, and I think the cool thing about Florida too is like people are from all over so I've met people from like that have grown up in all different parts of the country all different parts of the world so it was a lot more diverse than like where we lived too so I think like I've just grown and like meeting so many new people um, but it's definitely been a difficult road that the last I'd say month or two has been I finally feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be but it took a lot people kept telling me it'll take a year it'll take a year it'll take a year and I didn't believe them and it has shocking. taken very shocking. I know and it has taken a year <laughs> still don't believe yeah. them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice um and I guess for me so I've kind of been I was like back and forth since college so Went to school in South Carolina, thought I would be a Southern person forever. Very clearly not a Southern person forever. Um, so then moved to New York after college. Loved it. Loved being there. You know, my mom was there most of the week, so it wasn't really like I was that far away from home. Um, and then COVID came and obviously just made sense to move home with my parents. And I think that was something that, you know, every time you graduate college, and you're like, oh, I can't possibly move home. Kind of wish I had moved home, <laughs> had the dogs, had food. Um, and so that was great. And then, again, just kind of came to the point where people were starting to move out. Similarly, everyone had kind of moved home during COVID. It's getting to the point where you had to kind of, you know, make decisions to move out. Um, and so never thought I would land it in Philly. Fought off Philly for the longest time. Probably do, <laughs> do still fight it off a little bit. Um, but it just kind of made sense to, you know, move with people that I went to school with. Um and I would say, like, definitely every move was very different and very challenging. I was fortunate enough, I think, 
honestly college is probably the hardest one obviously because you're just like 18 and then 12 hours away from home and I went half a semester of college so whatever problems there but um yeah the other two moves I had people that I knew I wasn't as going blind with as Kristen was with just her parents so I felt fortunate with that but you know I think anytime just like leaving home and we'll get into this but the running group and like all of those connections and things that you have it's definitely you know an adjustment but Kristen and I talked about this on our on our run today like being out I think in a new environment is just like what makes you learn and grow and change as a person so it's been it's been good that's awesome and I think sometimes there's that fear of the unknown right like when you talk about moving like my move was different than your move but your move was different than my move and it's like you don't know what you're like it's so unknown like it's almost like if you let fear I know for me it was like if I let fear hold me back then I'm not going to try anything new and like you kind of just have to step out of your comfort zone as scary as it is but for me it was almost like more the fear of the unknown was like scarier than the whole actually getting into it too exactly and like nothing's permanent whatsoever so it happens you move yeah exactly you just just go back Well, I did say to Kristen, like, you're not getting another going away party. <laughs> if you come back, you tapped out, all right? Got everyone's gift cards. Right? Yeah, I'm just so. saying, like, you got you to be gone for at least 60 days before you, like, come back here. Exactly. All right? You did tell me that probably more than once. <laughs> yeah, all right, like, you know, there's a history there, all right? <laughs> there's definitely a history over the last 15 years of that. All right, great. Um, prior to moving, you guys were very active, obviously, with the Corral's running company. Cassie living there, Kristen. You guys were like three times a week, you know, track, Friday, Saturday, religiously. We trained for marathons. You know, having that group dynamic, the friends and bringing people in. We ran at Kristen's old house several times, you know, just to kind of mix it up. So how's really like moving affected over the last year? You're running uh, with not, without being with the group or that, you know, routine of, you know, we did track. And then, like I said, we had long run and then we did recovery. Yeah, I mean, ebbs and flows, right? I think when I first moved, I was marathon training. And so it was actually good for me to train by myself and like get into that habit of not always being with people because I think I really relied on that in my first marathon, which was great. But doing it by myself, I was like, okay, I can get myself up every morning. I can get myself to run 18 miles by myself. Like I can do all those things that I think is such a personal and emotional and mental thing that like everyone that runs a marathon should probably do is do that training by themselves um and like by Saturdays I wanted to die because I was so tired of replaying every conversation in my head I've ever had so like (laughs) that was probably when I really wish I had a a group or other people to talk to um and then I think when I stopped marathon training that was probably when I felt most of the impact of like not again having like three days a week to get myself up in the morning to you know go or having people to talk to about dumb stuff or you know law and order like whatever it might be um and I think that was also just like a lot of socialization and communication that I had throughout the week that I definitely definitely took for granted um I mean I still get it you know through my dad he just keeps me up to date but um but yeah I mean that was definitely you know a challenge and I Kristen's been much better than I have but I have not really found another running group yet so I still come home obviously frequently when I can 
um, and do things there because you definitely underestimate, you know, I think the, the power of just like running with people, motivation, but like relationship wise. Well, and in fairness, I think you've kind of started your own now. Yeah, which is very very recent, right? I forced yeah, all my cool. friends to get get. I was going to say that you forced to, all your to get into exercise, which was a long never were a long feat, exactly. Um, which has definitely been you know a good thing. Where I found people, again, friends who like also were, were running, and like I think again, everyone at some point during the week, everyone's like, okay, I'm desperate to to run with someone. So you know, just have to find that. Which has been it's been a great recent addition. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think for me, like, the last race I trained for was Shamrock of last year, which Shamrock last year was right before I moved. Mm -hmm. So it was not the great (laughs) training cycle. I do vividly remember I was running to Warminster multiple times, and there was a few times where I was like, I had to do 10 miles. I was like, I'm never going to finish. I'll meet you guys there. But then, like, I couldn't find another (laughs) Oh, I know where I'm going. The truth comes out. (laughs) And it's like, well, I guess I'll just do 10 miles because I have to get to the Starbucks. Um, So I think, like, I've had a harder time. Like, I like training, but I haven't really been training for much. But then I think on the flip side, like, moving somewhere new, running has become, like, a way to explore, too. Like, I mean, I live 10 minutes from the beach. Like, I run at this beach or that beach. And um, I've really, like, just kind of enjoyed it. Like, I'm running slow. I don't really care that I'm running slow. Like, at some point, I'd like to get back into training and stuff. But I've had, like, some other stuff going on. And so it's just kind of, like, I've just really been enjoying it. But I do miss the group. Like, I miss, like Cassie was saying, like, just talking to someone. um, Or a lot of us have known each other for so long. There's just, like, a level of being comfortable with each other where you're going and you're with someone that, like, knows you. Like, you almost know how each other runs, too. And so, like, there's something about that. Um, but I definitely miss like the track workouts that we did on Wednesdays and, um, just like, it's a nice, it was always a nice way to start your day, right? Like you run Mm -hmm. with your friends and then you get coffee and then you start your day. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've definitely like missed that too, but I do like exploring new places. And the cool thing about Florida too is like you could run more places because everywhere has a sidewalk. So it's just, you know. That's helpful. Yes. It's very nice. (laughs) It's like very nice. Um, so I've just been doing like shorter, slower runs, but like enjoying it. Have you connected with a group or tried to connect with the groups? Yeah. What's so, your experience with that? So the group was like a real adventure when I moved down. Cause I like had Googled like running groups in Naples and I found one that I went to for a few times, but they were more like an older Naples crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they meet at times that like don't really work if you work, which mm-hmm. worked for me cause I didn't work much when I first moved. Um, and then over the summer, I guess it was, I got connected to a group up in Fort Myers, um, that is like more of a younger crowd and like, they've been great. I was going pretty consistently for a while when I was working Mm -hmm. up there and now I go like every once in a while, but through that group, I've met a lot of people that like I'll run with now. So I don't necessarily like, can't always make it to the group runs. They meet twice a week. But I've met people, like, through that running group that I'll now, like, run with on the weekends or whatever. Um, And so, like, that's been pretty cool. And they're just, like, a cool group of people, too, because it's kind of like our running group Mm -hmm. here. Like, everyone is different. Everyone, you know, is friendly. They do things outside of the running group together. So, like, that was, like, such a blessing to find because I just had kind of given up, like, oh, I guess I won't have anyone to run with. Um, So that's been nice you know found some other mm. people that like to run and get coffee so like that's always a plus right right because you know that's kind of what I've been essential as we all have yes. Starbucks sitting in front yes. of us yes. exactly so you know like that's been pretty cool because I didn't think that was going to happen and so when it did 
that was huge because it's still like fun to go run with people, mm-hmm. you know, and you get to know people. I think I like we've always known like you know people in a different kind of way when you run together. Oh, yeah. You just talk about like and, things that you wouldn't talk to people when you're sitting like making eye contact mm-hmm. with them, but when you're running, it's yeah. just like you could you get all the more. business exactly. <laughs> Especially the longer the run, yeah, you get the like, business and you've seen like the ugly, the boot, everything, yeah, the boogers, yeah. the like every oh it's best bit exactly, you know, yeah, you exactly. see it you, you know when yeah. you know when. When someone's, oh, Kristen's going to drop back. Okay, let her go. <laughs> All right, don't, but she yeah. okay. Uh, or but Cassie, she'll be fine. She'll exactly. find her way. And you just kind of know how people work and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's great. So, so you, Kristen, you're more of a virtual now. Cassie, you're kind of like yeah. a hybrid member. You know, so how is staying connected, you know, as with, with the group, our group, through the group means or whatever, like kept you on track or whatever were the benefits i like the group me i'm not one to take a selfie i think everyone knows that i'm not one what to take pic- i know it's shocking <laughs> i know my god i'm not really one to take pictures any of that but i feel like with the group me it's been like encouraging like because there's other people that are you know like other there's other people that are like virtual too it's not just yeah. me and so i think like when you see other people sending pictures there's also something nice about like sending a picture i mean like i ran today too yeah and like this is what i did and you get encouragement so i think it's like i haven't felt much of like feeling like I'm missing out on something mm-hmm. because I'm not in like Jamison because yeah. people are all still connecting through the group me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like to see like the races everyone's doing or you know that kind of thing. So I feel still like very connected to the tribe even mm-hmm. though I'm far away. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna try to guess the miles, but we know how that goes. <laughs> like, I'm far away. This is a thirty-minute show. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that runner's map. <laughs> um, well, what's neat about and the cast will go to you is you're a virtual member who flew here to be for this weekend. Yeah. John Deakey, who's one of our virtual members from about two hours from us in Pennsylvania, his whole family's here, and he brought us. He said her family. But it's neat because yeah. everyone feels connected and they come to these weekends, these adventures, and everyone, it's like everyone knows each other. There's no, like, weirdness or or, no, or anything. You know, it's, it's really great. And you came, we were in Orlando, the same thing. Yeah. And Kimberly brought her parents. Like, and it's, it's a really cool, um, what we built uh, yeah. together for that. Yeah, exactly. And everyone could feel comfortable, like you were saying, bringing their family mm-hmm. or just kind of, like, you know, showing up. And it's not, it doesn't feel, like, uncomfortable because I haven't seen people in months or yeah. anything like that because it's just everyone's like yeah. enjoying themselves and running and it's fun we're attempting to run <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean look i agree on all of that i think i obviously have a bit more of a fortune to be able to see people more and you know go more to things and obviously i live with you know i talk to him every day so i'm probably much more involved either way um but no i mean i agree i think everyone here I think we do a good job just, like, as a community of, like, A, encouraging people, but B, like, being there enough, right? Where it's, like, not annoying or, like, you don't – there's not competition or anything like that. And I think especially when it comes to the adventures, like, I think anyone that's a virtual member would say, like, it's – I don't know, like, they love coming to these Mm -hmm. things. Whether it's an adventure in Philly, like, you know, it doesn't always have to be plane rides away or driving away. But I just think anytime people can really come together, I think it's such a – such a community that you know this group has built and it it shows like across every sort of thing even all of the joking and stuff that people do I think it makes it you know special and like my friends like I said I've forced everyone to become you know a part of the group and like 
you know, they're always asking me questions about what's happening, like, you know, when he's running a million races or whatever, they all texted me today that they were running, like, we're all training for Broad Street right now, so I think that has been really, you know, nice as well, where it's going outside of just, you know, the Jamison community, and people can feel connected, even if they're, you know, not there, so... Yeah, no complaints for me. All right, so this one is more important to Kristen, but then Cass helps save more local. What is a couple of things you miss most about not being able to run in Pennsylvania? <laughs> not the weather. <laughs> not the weather we learned this weekend because, <laughs> thank goodness, Cassie Crail brought a down jacket this weekend because I was not prepared for the winter. Should have gotten rid of it. I know, I know. Um, I think, shockingly, the hills... Because there are no hills in Florida, like no, unless you're running over a bridge, like there's no change in the like incline at all. It's all mm -hmm. flat. And so that kind of like, I don't want to say it's it boring, but it's, it's just like, if you wanted to challenge yourself, you have to go, right. you go in speed, but like there's no hills where in Pennsylvania, it was all rolling hills, especially up where I lived. Um, so I think I miss the hills and I do miss running by like the farmland too. Mm. So there's really no the farms near where I am. Like I miss like where I lived was more like country ish right. than like Jamison Doyle Sound. Yeah. Um, and I think also knowing like you know just kind of the usual routes. Like you know what you know as mm -hmm. six miles or five miles. But I would say if I had to pick like the hills and like the farming, the farmland, because okay. I like running those back roads. Like there's no back roads in Florida. Right. Right. So right. like, I really miss that. Like running down the middle of the street yeah. in the back road where like no one's around. Yeah. I definitely yeah. agree. I think the exploring is what's mm -hmm. fun. Like just the random connection, like a random road that like meets you and then you end up wherever. Yeah. And this isn't necessarily a Pennsylvania thing, but like, I definitely just miss the structure. Like 7.30 AM we're running mm -hmm. this day, 6 AM we're running this day, right. 5 AM. Like it's, obviously much harder especially when you're not necessarily training for a marathon to get yourself up every single morning or you're tired after work and get yourself to do that where for whatever reason i never had problems when right. everyone was showing up to my house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree i think i'm the same way too and it was like i would go further meeting people because it's like well okay my options are like drop down <laughs> And, like, not run the same distance as everyone else or just, like, run the same distance. Yeah. So, even on a bad day, you're still going to be running further yeah. than you are, like, on your own. Yeah, a thousand percent. All right, so what are your running goals for 2023-2024? Do you have any, like, just mm -hmm. to keep consistent? You want to do a race now that you're more settled? You're, like, you know, looking into things as you go into the summer? I would like to work on, like, I haven't done speed work or any kind of track since I moved, and so, like, I would like to get back into that because I found, like, a lot of confidence in speed work, and I would like to ultimately, like, connect that to getting faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do want to do a race, like, tw more like 2024-ish, mm. probably. Like, I really want to do, like, either a half. I would love to do a full again. I don't know if that'll be in the cards. We'll see. But, like, definitely, like, a half. Like, and train, train well. So kind of work on building a base and getting a little faster and then go okay. and a half. Cass? Yeah, I mean, biggest thing for me, I think, is, again, getting back into a schedule of, like, running every day or doing, tra like, all those things. Like, I've been very bad this training cycle of doing that. So that'd be my number one. Definitely, I mean, I could foresee myself by the end of 2024 doing at least one more marathon. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what, but I could definitely foresee that. And then obviously a bunch of other, like, random stuff in there. But... 
Yeah, I think honestly just getting back into that like consistency and and the schedule. Awesome. Um, all right. So, what advice would you give to anybody who's considering moving? I would say give yourself grace. Someone told me that a few months ago and that really like hit home for me because I was feeling like I had to, my job situation was like a real adventure and I was really like stressed about that and friends and some other things and dating and all like everything that goes into like being somewhere new and someone was like give yourself some grace like you just went through a huge transition and like it's not all going to work out right, right away and like that's okay. So that's that was good. huge for me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I also think, like, not comparing yourself to others, right? Other people that have moved there around the same time as you or your friends who are back at home and you're not. And just trying to, like, really put your best foot forward in the new situation. And then I think, like, back to the grace thing, but, like, it's okay to be homesick. It's okay to be sad. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not say yes to everything, Um, you know, and just, like, find who you are in this in this new place and then still continue to do the things that make you happy right like if maybe it's not joining a running group or whatever but if it's just running like just Mm -hmm. just do that because i think it all ties in together you stop doing what you love and you mentally are upset like you know all the things and just you know stick with what makes you happy and eventually it all comes together or it doesn't and then you move so and you never know who you're gonna meet so like i think for me too it's like stepping out like i was not always one to step out of my comfort zone and I really have and I think like sometimes it's like well you meet one person and through that person you meet this person yeah. and that person and and if you try something and you don't like it give it another shot right. because maybe the second or third time it'll be better um so I think I've learned a lot of that too exactly and I think a lot of people our age don't do that right they don't take yeah. chances they don't move they do what the crossroads person was at and they would have chose to stay and be comfortable and settle and not and like I think recognizing that that's such a powerful thing that you have done and that you were able to do um I think that always is like you write that off so easily because maybe other people in your life have moved but like it is a very hard thing to do um and a lot of things that other people haven't and won't ever do so wow that's some great stuff all right so we got some random questions that we're gonna end this podcast with so favorite race or race experience Kristen I feel like I've done so many races, I can't just, like, answer that as one. I think ultimately running the ultra marathon because running, like, finishing 50 miles was just, like, the most overwhelming experience. But I think my favorite race will forever be the Marine Corps Marathon. Cassie. Um, Probably Wine Glass just because it was my first marathon. Kristen, myself, and someone else in the running group ran it together. And I think it was, like, the perfect first marathon mm-hmm. experience. Great. All right. What's the one race on your bucket list? The New York City Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole separate podcast, Kristen and the New York City Marathon. New York City. I will one day run that. Yeah, New York is definitely on my list, and I definitely would like to get into some sort of, like, ultra or end or relay situation, something above a, a 26.2. Ooh. Okay, what was your worst race or running <laughs> moment? That list is much longer than the favorite. Between the two of us. So, <clears throat> there's just so many. There's, I've had more bad racing moments than good. But I think the last year I ran the Broad Street Run back in, I don't even know what year it was, 2019. I was you, So, to run Broad Street, it's a 10-mile run. You take the subway to the start. 
and then you run down 10 miles Broad Street. My subway, I was with my dad, our subway broke down um, a mile from the start, and I was supposed to run with our friend Daisy, and I had to get off the subway and run the one mile in the rain, cold rain, I think, (laughs) to the start, and I saw Daisy run by, and so I had to run a mile to start the 10-mile run, and did not have a fabulous run. So really, um, she did 11 miles. Really, yeah. 11 miles. Kristen is the, the first ever to finish, and she's the <laughs> overall winner of the 11-mile Broad Street Run. Actually, wait, her dad I was the winner. Charlie beat her. By Charlie <laughs> beat her. He did. Charlie had a great race. And then Kristen is the second place. <laughs> Story of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Cass. I mean, ironically enough, even though I raved about Shamrock in the beginning of this podcast, I probably would say my Shamrock experience last year um and honestly for a lot of reasons like one I had like such a good training cycle and I went into this race feeling so confident and so good and I wasn't nervous and I was like oh it's just another long run and then I like could not have shit the bed any any harder um and just like I went out too fast and then mentally I was just over it started walking way too early it was hot like just any excuse Mm -hmm. I could come up with and then at 13 miles, the half marathoners end, and then you stare into an abyss of I have another 13 miles to go. Um, and it was really, it just really sucked. And then there's, again, a lot of things. And then I'm coming back, and the whole running group is out there in fairness, trying to be nice and cheering me on. And I was so Not miserable, <laughs> and I'm hiding my fate, which is so dramatic now that I look back, but like hiding my face in pictures like just so over it because again the whole thing like it shouldn't have taken me that long I could hear you know all the voices in my chirp chirping over here about you know whatever so that was terrible but I have to say like it was very good in that like it just taught me like not every race is going to be perfect you could have the perfect training cycle and then you don't know what's going to happen on race day Right, and I think like probably everyone has that experience or should have that experience at some point because the sport humbles you. <laughs> you learn more from a bad race, I think, than exactly. a good race. Like if you look back at it and it's like you learn from it. Exactly. So we should all be like geniuses. You know what? They should have us out there speaking at the expos, not Baryasio, okay? <laughs> Literally. Um so yeah, I mean Shamrock twenty twenty two. <laughs> Highs and lows of the Shamrock Marathon, but we keep giving them our money. Yeah, we keep coming back. <laughs> we keep coming back. So our last question is for it doesn't have to be running related. What is the biggest challenge you're facing in your life right now? It could be personal, like business, work, a project, um, and how are you tackling it? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just prioritizing things for me is really hard right now. Like personally, like work is just very busy. And I'm just having a hard time, like, balancing that with running, with my sister's about to have a baby, so I know that is going to be a big time thing, like, personal stuff of just wanting to do. So I think that, for me, is I'm just trying to, like, figure out the right balance and, like, how much to put into each of each of the things and, like, still feel, you know, fulfilled in, in all the areas of my life that are important. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, like, my biggest project right now is I just started a new job that will be, like, a ex- like a big undertaking but I'm really excited about it because I've been on this adventure since moving to Florida of trying to find a job where I could do some work and uh so I finally have that so I think like I'm excited about it's something new and I get to hire a whole crew of people and it's at a pretty high level like 
and clinicians. And so I'm also trying to start, like, eventually the next few months I want to do some private practice. So that's, okay. like, my next challenge on the horizon is figuring out how to do some of that. All right, great. Well, thank you guys for being our very first guest, all yeah. right, on yeah. this podcast. And stay tuned for episode two. This one will be out within a week or so. Thank you all.